Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hello and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, a devotional podcast just for you, the kids, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and I'm so glad you've decided to join us in our journey through the Bible. Each week, we take a close look at a reading from the Bible, and my friends join me and Pastor Glaze as we discover what God's Word means for us and for our lives. You know what? We've even covered some stories that. You might not have heard in Sunday school or in your regular normal family devotions. They can be a little bit tricky, but you know what? We tackle the hard stuff here on Donuts and Devos. Now, the last few devotions we've had have been about war and fighting and battles. The Israelites are taking over the Promised Land. God has given their enemies over to them, and they have been victorious. But now, with the defeat of the southern and northern kingdoms, the Israelites. Have officially won the war. Now what? Well, that is what we're going to find out today. So let's pray first, and then jump into our Bible reading. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Our Bible reading for this week is from Joshua chapter eleven, verses sixteen to twenty-three. This is immediately following our Bible reading from last week, when Joshua and Israel faced all the forces of the land in one last battle. So Joshua took this entire land, the hill country, all the Negev, the whole region of Goshen, the western foothills, the Arabah, and the mountains of Israel with their foothills, from Mount Halak. Which rises toward Seir to Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon below Mount Hermon. He captured all their kings and put them to death. Joshua waged war against all these kings for a long time. Except for the Hivites living in Gibeon, not one city made a treaty of peace with the Israelites, who took them all in battle. For it was the Lord Himself who hardened their hearts to wage war against Israel. So that he might destroy them totally, exterminating them without mercy, as the Lord had commanded Moses. At that time, Joshua went and destroyed the Anakites from the hill country, from Hebron, Debir, and Anab, 
from all the hill country of Judah and from all the hill country of Israel. Joshua totally destroyed them and their towns. No Anakites were left in Israelite territory. Only in Gaza, Gath, and Ashdod did any survive. So Joshua took the entire land, just as the Lord had directed Moses, and he gave it as an inheritance to Israel according to their tribal divisions. Then the land had rest from war. It took a long time, but it was finally over. The conquest of the land was complete. That last verse, Joshua eleven twenty three, tells it all. Joshua took the entire land, just as the Lord had directed Moses, and he gave it as an inheritance to Israel according to their tribal divisions. Then the land had rest from war. No more war. No more war. No more war. The promised land belonged to the people of Israel, just as God had promised. But what about all the people? Well, remember what we talked about before? The towns and cities and spoils of war. Much of it was devoted to destruction. And if you saw a mighty army coming your way, an army that looks unstoppable, who has the Lord on their side, what do you think you would do? I wouldn't fight them. Neither would I. I would ask for a peace treaty. That's a great idea. It seems very logical, too. Makes perfect sense to me. So why didn't they do it? Because, ultimately, the people of the land were fighting against God. They refused to submit to him, even after hearing about the plagues in Egypt and the Red Sea, and even seeing God's power and authority for themselves through the conquering Israelites. Refusal to submit to God is a hard, unbelieving heart. God showed them no mercy, because they didn't ask. But didn't the Lord harden their hearts? So says the scripture. But if God hardened their hearts, then was it really their fault? They were persistent in their unbelief, just like Pharaoh was in Egypt. Though they had years to come up with a plan that was better than, let's go and fight against God, they made themselves enemies against him, because they didn't ask for peace. The strength of man is only in his own weapons and wisdom, but these are all brought to defeat and amount to nothing when the Lord leads the way. They didn't receive mercy from the Lord because they didn't ask. Had they asked? Oh, they would have received mercy for sure, just as the Gibeonites, the Hivites did. God doesn't want anyone to perish, but to turn to him and live. He desires all people to come under his protection, his rule, his leadership, and walk in his ways to the glory of his name. Sadly, many people choose not to do that, but instead choose to serve false gods. And as the conquering Israelites showed God's judgment, they chose the way of death. Aren't some of the people of the land still alive? Yes, and, well, sadly, because there were some people still in the land in Gaza, in Gath, and in Ashdod, and these people... Well, because they don't believe and they don't ask for peace, they will cause problems for the Israelites for a long time in the future, especially one such person from Gath. Maybe you'll remember his name. It's Goliath. Yeah, Goliath! Did Stan ask for peace? No. Man will never make peace with God. Indeed, we cannot. God comes to make peace with us. Through Jesus... God reconciled to himself all people and all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace by the blood of his cross. 
This was the promise of peace God first made to Adam and Eve, then more with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses, and all the people. And the promises fulfilled in Christ are for all people, all who believe in Jesus. And that is peace. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace. We have through your Son. We have through your Son. Help us to remember. Help us to remember. That Jesus was and is. That Jesus was and is. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. Who gives us everlasting life. Who gives us everlasting life. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. From our devotion, can you guys guess what our faith focus is today? Well, the people were at rest, so sleep. Well, you know, the Israelites probably did sleep quite a bit after that. When the conquest was completed, that was when God's people finally had peace. No more war, and even the land had rest from war for a time. This was the time for peace. And it makes me wonder, where do we find peace in our lives? What do you kids think? How would you describe peace? I would describe peace as a time of, in the day where people can relax and be comforted by the stillness around them. Okay, so being quiet, for sure, that definitely can bring us peace. Not being afraid. Okay, not being afraid. You know, that's a good one. The thing is, our lives are going to be filled with hard things, especially as Christians. Sometimes it may feel like we're on a ship amidst a huge storm, being tossed along in the waves and not knowing whether we will sink or float. But the peace that God gives to us, His children, can keep us calm and focused on Him no matter how bad that storm is. We have this peace because God has assured us He will never leave us. Just like with the Israelites, God is there always and will never forsake us. Jesus is right by you, walking next to you every day. You know, there's a great Easter hymn I remember we sing at Easter time. One of the verses is, The strife is o'er, the battle done. Now is the victor's triumph won. Now be the song of praise begun. Alleluia. Christ Jesus has conquered sin and death and the devil and gives us peace. That reminds me of something we hear at the end of the church service that the pastor says, Oh yes, those are the words the Lord God told Aaron and the priests to speak to the people to bless the Israelites. Yes, words that absolutely can give us peace as we enter the beginning of each new week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. The Israelites conquered many people as God led them through the promised land, and all they had to do was ask for peace, and God would have granted it. That is the point our memory verse makes today. Our verse is from Joshua, chapter 11, verse 19. All right, Joshua eleven nineteen. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel 
except the Hivites. Not one city except the Hivites. And as we've read and found out, there were so many cities. But men's sinfulness kept them from turning to God and simply asking for peace. Well, we have the Van Strudels again with us today to help us memorize our Bible verse. Yay! That's right. And this time again, you're going to repeat after us. We'll sing the first part. Here we go. There was not a city that made peace. And we're going to repeat that. There was not a city that made peace. Let's do that one more time. There was not a city that made peace. And the next part. With the people of Israel. One more time. With the people of Israel. Good job. And then we have a fun part that we all have to remind ourselves there was one people that did make peace. And so we all say, except the Hivites. And you say it in it's the silliest voice you can. So we're going to let our little guy say, except the Hivites to start with. Are you ready? Show us what it sounds like. Except the Hivites. Ooh, very good. So let's try it all together and see how the repeat goes. Are we ready? Again, Joshua eleven nineteen. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel. Except the Hivites. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel. Except the Hivites. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel. Except the Hivites. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel. Except the Hivites. And then the last time we're going to do it, we'll end it with Joshua eleven nineteen. So let's do it one more time. There was not a city that made peace. With the people of Israel, there was not a city that made peace. With the people of Israel, Joshua 11, 19. Peace. Asking God for peace. Taking the peace that he gives us through his son, Jesus Christ. What comfort and quiet this can bring to your life. And that's it for our devotion today. Thank you so much for joining us. We invite you to join us next week as we continue to follow Israel and see what kind of people they want to be in their new land. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Bye.